Welcome back. Here we are. Hello. Hi. This is Seth Bunting. I remembered this yes. time. Yes. Oh my God. I remember. <laughs> this is Brittany Bishop. And we are two, two birds, birds catching, catching up. up. How's it been? Catching up. <laughs> catching <Seth>. up. <laughs> Country boy. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> If you know, you know. You okay. know, you know. I'm a Vine girl. It's from the Vine days. Oh yeah. my God, I miss Vine so much. I, I really, think about it a lot. I mean, I'm kind of glad it doesn't exist because I would waste so much time on yeah. it. Yeah. I love a good Vine compilation. Yeah. I love a good, like, rare Vine. So yes. I love that. And just watch them for hours. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what me and Brittany do in our spare time. Yes. If we're not and asleep at Target. And that's why we're here at Sunday brunch. Yes. Talking to you now. That's right. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm so sorry that this is a bit late. I yes. must apologize. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been a wild week. But the good news really is nice. Brittany found a new home. And yes. there's been a lot of delays of things that like I had to meet with the DJ for August 23rd, which is so soon. I want to see everybody there. Yes. And then uh, just little things. Brittany's family came to town. How did that go? It went really great. We um, yes. we went and toured um, a bunch of apartments and stuff. Just, you know. Yeah. Nashville's getting really insane on rent. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say like we have 115 new people move here every day now. Yeah. So, yeah. We were in Antioch and I found a really great complex. But I also saw a lot of terrifying horrifying complex <laughs> okay i got catfished on like four occasions catfished. by this apartment complex oh my gosh no i did because it looked like a nice respectable they do home. that they photoshop their and pictures and stuff it's lo- funny i showed up at the scene and i was like oh no yeah just people wandering around the parking lot just like watching your car as you pass by and like not in a fun hey neighbor way more like <laughs> Yeah, I was like, is this the hills have eyes? What is this? Mm, okay, so but I found a great home. I'm yes. so excited. Yes. Um, my family is amazing, and I was stre- mad stressing about all that. Yes. Moving is no joke. Yeah, no. We love Shannon and Amy. We Shout do. out to them. And this is a sponsored episode from the Steamboat Cattery. No, sponsored episode by Steamboat Cattery. Y'all, I don't know if you know this, but my mom breeds Persian cats. If you need a flat face, little alien-looking little guy. Hit her up. Yes. For sure. The cutest. I My Bowie is everything Beautiful. to me. He's our biological child. He is. He's calling the couch right now, but I swear they don't. They're not bad all the time. They're not bad all the time. <laughs> he's just, Bowie is. No, I'm kidding. He's not. <laughs> he is mischievous. I won't. He is. You know what? We're not going to sit here and lie to you. But there wouldn't be no fun if they were right. Bowing all he the keeps time. it interesting. Yeah. He broke uh, one of my cactuses today. Shattered <laughs> mm-hmm. into a bunch of pieces. Yes, yeah. it did. Yeah. There was <laughs> a. I had to upload a story the other day of Brittany yelling at him with that statue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up so hard. Well, he, you know, I have a statue of the Venus de Milo. That yes. I, you know, I saw her in the Louvre for real in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important to me. Yeah, it's you beautiful. Know? And it's, it's just like this little, I'm not a like t-shirt gal that's like Paris, like tacky. No, I, I wanted something like that to remember it by. So, yeah. Bowie also enjoys her in the way that he likes to sprint up onto the couch with reckless abandon and get dangerously <laughs> close to her as she teeters on and off with me, not knowing if it's about to <laughs> slap on the floor or not. And I, you know what, had had it. Seth is actually having to hold our charger up right now yes. because Bowie will not stop sinking his little teeth yeah. into it. He's, and he's jumping oh, for it. Now. Oh, he got it. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, okay, perfect. Thank but yeah, you. the Chronicles of Two Birds recording. It's yeah. really insane. <laughs> there's, you know what, there's so much more happening. Stop running into the boxes! She's moving. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, we have to discipline Bowie is wedging himself into these cardboard boxes, and they're, they've 
come down about five times. Yes. I don't want to see a sixth. No. Yes, I don't. <laughs> we've got to show him what's up. So what else, what else is happening? What's, what's well, we've up? got some upcoming events. Like I said, August 23rd, mm-hmm. Britt is performing at Springwater. No, and... that's September 3rd. Oh, oh, oh um, Two Old Hippies is coming up as well. October 12th. Okay, yes. Yes. September 3rd, I'm going to have Gracie off to back, like I said, Pierre yes. Alexander. We're going to yeah. be at Springwater, 9 p.m., show out, show up. Yes. $5 tickets. Yes. Get it. And Gracie, yeah. we know you're listening. We love you. Well, yeah, she's an avid, she actually really does listen, and I love that so much. I, I love, love her. her so much. She's amazing. Um. Okay, perfect. But that's pretty and much then, it for yeah. this week, I guess. Great. I think we filled them in on everything yeah, else yeah. at this point. It's pretty boring with the birds right now. Mm-hmm. We're hustling so hard We're just with this new stuff. Uh, behind the scenes work. Yeah, yeah. Even something for this. We're getting excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff happening with this. Just keep your eyes out mm-hmm. on the birds. Mm-hmm. Eyes on the sky. Eyes on the sky. Okay. <laughs> but um, right now, it's time for the infamous, the one and only, uh, Live from Nashville, the lyric breakdown. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, Brittany, yes. what did you bring to the table? No, it's not. It's it's an it's an amazing song. So, I brought a Bob Dylan tune for us today, Ooh. and it's a little more lighthearted. It still is about heartbreak and being alone, but it's a little <laughs> more lighthearted. Yeah. You know, I have a very broad range of topics. I like, yes. I like happy songs about heartbreak and sad songs. About <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. Like a wide range. I have a very wide range of things that I love. Oh, but why? <laughs> Okay, so this tune is a song I've been covering in my own sets for years now, and I love it. Um, yes. Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson actually did a cover of it on their last collaboration together before Merle mm-hmm. died. Oh. oh, it was perfect. You but, um, yeah, I I love Bob's... I love just the way Bob puts things. It's very it's very simple, and mm-hmm. it's but it's very, it's very powerful and personal. Mm-hmm. Like, you really get... Like his expressions and stuff just convey convey things in a very creative way. Like you'll see what I mean. It's almost like you Bob Dylan has this classic structure and way of talking. You can almost tell what song's a Bob Dylan song, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can identify it by the fact that it'll be probably one of the best songs you've ever heard ever. Okay. So that's another way to tell. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. So this one's called "Don't Think Twice." It's all right, and it it's kind of just a song about the end of a relationship um, with someone. It's kind of talking about how the other person is has done all these things or whatever but you're just so kind of over it mm-hmm. at this point what well, you like obviously you still love them but you're like i am so tired of this same old stuff like this mm-hmm. back like just don't even worry about it like yeah don't even stay around to apologize just like let's move on yeah don't think twice it's all right like don't think twice just it's get right. going yeah i'm done i get that so um it begins with it ain't no use to sit and wonder why, babe. It don't matter anyhow. It ain't no use to sit and wonder why, babe, if you don't know by now. So it's like, if you haven't been able to clearly see these problems and things that have been happening in our relationship, like, don't even worry about I don't want to have to explain it to you. You should know. Yeah. Um, when your rooster crows at the break of dawn, look out your window and I'll be gone. You're the reason I'm traveling on. Don't think twice. It's all right. Mm. I know he like creates these images, and it's like yeah. it is poetry. How he mm-hmm. it. it's so much closer to poetry to me. It's like amazing. I love poetry lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's like more explanatory. Right, and he has these this class of song structure where he, you know, kind of uses the same melody and does the stanzas that have the same like structure, mm-hmm. but changes the words. And so I love that. It keeps the. I'm a lyrics gal, so his are very lyric driven, and that mm-hmm. that kind of helps that. I love that. Um, 
Ain't no use in turning on your light, babe. That light I never known. Ain't no use in turning on your light, babe. I'm on the dark side of the road. Still, I wish there was something you would do or say to try and make me change my mind and stay. We never did too much talking anyway, so don't think twice. It's all right. It's just talking about, you know, we... I really like this song. I've had a relationship like this where the person, you just can't even get them to communicate mm-hmm. like at, by the end of it, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, I wish that you would all of a sudden change and be like, I do value you. I do want you to stay. But mm-hmm. like this person is just so up in their own thing that yeah. they don't even... Well, through know. the relationship going sour, they've probably built up that block as well. So it's like, I don't, a lot of people don't know how to communicate through that. There's some, people, there's some people that just don't want to have the hard conversations. There's mm-hmm. some people that just aren't mature enough to like, talk about what's going wrong and acknowledge that you've made a mistake. Exactly. Like, that's just kind of yeah. how this is. And, and so, mm, there's so many things I can say about that. So many things. Um, ain't no use in calling out my name, gal, like you never did before. Ain't no use in calling out my name, gal, I can't hear you anymore. I'm a-thinking and wondering, all the way down the road, I once loved a woman, a child untold. I gave her my heart, but she wanted my soul. But don't think twice, it's all right. Mm. Right? Gave her my heart, but she wanted my soul. I love mm-hmm. that line. It's like, I gave you everything I had, but you just still, that wasn't enough for you. Yeah. And so I have to, to protect me and get on out. Exactly. Um, I'm walking down that long, lonesome road, babe. Where I'm bound, I can't tell. But goodbye's too good a word, gal. So I'll just say fare thee well. I ain't saying that you treated me unkind. You could have done better, but I don't mind. You just kind of wasted my precious time. But don't think twice. It's all right. Hmm. It's just at this point, say, like, you know what? You did really hurt me, so I don't even want to go into that with you. Just like, yeah. you did waste my time, but what are we going to do about it? You're not going to do nothing. Yeah. So, we're, you know? It's just kind of this lighthearted, but at the same time, it's not. Like, it's yeah. like, you can clearly see this facade put up, but I love... He didn't even have to say that, but it mm-hmm. just is conveyed. Yeah. So... There's just like a couple different layers of that song. Mm-hmm. How you're like trying to actively get over this person, but at the same time you're like, you know, I'm not over yet, but I have to. I have to be because mm-hmm. it's just not gonna get better. Gotta move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just gotta let go sometimes and you grow do. on your own. You do. And um, that's a beautiful song. I like the lyrics in that a lot. I do love it. Yeah. Good job, Britt. <gasps> Britt's always bringing some content for y'all. You better be paying attention. <laughs> Okay. I'm just a lyrics gal. Add him to the playlist, for sure. Add him to the list. Can never go wrong with some Bob Dylan. Okay. Mm, we love, love it. it. All right, you guys. So this week, um, I'm bringing to the table one of my favorite songs. Just It it's has some really good lyrics as well. It's called Wild Horses by Birdie. If you guys are a Birdie fan, you know that her discography is beautiful. This is not like a very recent song. Um... Let me see if I can find out My what your song was written yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> that was actually really fresh. Um, this <laughs> he one... just sent over a request. <laughs> That's yeah, but um, no, this release date was March tenth of two thousand sixteen. So I mean, it's still pretty oh. new. Yeah, yeah, you could def add it to the playlist. It's a good song. But she starts out, she says, I'm a dreamer, but it's hard to sleep when your head's not in it. I've been restless because you've disappeared, and it, that's all that's missing. So this song, at this point, we are starting to notice she's showing us this is about a relationship, and this is going to be kind of a relationship gone wrong story. Um, but the story does bloom, you could say. There is a, a better, happier segment, so let's keep going. Because mm-hmm. you disappeared, and that's all that's missing. The earth is loose under my shoes. There's an angel, and he's shaped like you, and I thought I knew him. There's a window, and it's dark inside, but the light was in it. This can't be love if it hurts so much. I need to let go. I love the um, imagery that she's using right here. 
like uh, there's an angel and he's shaped like you. I thought I knew him. That is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And the um, there's a there's a window and it's dark inside and the light was in it. I like how she's saying like I'm still missing you, and there is a light at the end of this tunnel. But like, I have to grow from this, you right. know. And it's going to take me a minute to do that, so I'm just going to grow by myself. She goes into the hook and says, I will survive and be the one who's stronger. I will not beg you to stay. I will move on, and you should know I mean it. Wild horses running me. Ooh, oh yes, very pretty. So she's kind of comparing these wild horses. Wild horses, of course, just run and run and run and go mm-hmm. as if they never lose energy. I wish I had energy as like if that. they never lose energy. I'm like, wow. After a show, I'm like, okay, where's the couch? Where's I need a nap. Bed? Yeah, where's a bed? I need a nap. That was a lot of energy. But no, um, she's kind of comparing herself to this as in like, once I grow from this, I have to keep going. I'm a restless soul. You know what I mean? Like, I have to grow from this. I will survive. I'm the one who's stronger if you can't. You know what I mean? Like, I will at least do this myself. And I will not beg you to go along with me. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, you can go. I remember how we danced so close. I would stand on your feet. Hold on, y'all. Mm, I don't know if this is from, like, a, a true heart part or something. You know what I mean? Like, right, something right. that she really went through or something. Right. But I love the imagery yeah, she's giving right now. Just as far as, like, going through the memories and things, you know? Like, a little bit of symbolism, are, too. Yes, yeah, symbolism, imagery, the whole thing. Um, and the phone calls, they would, li- they would last all night. They were lifeboats to me. Oh. Hmm. Saying, like, you saved me, you brought me in. I love that. Mm. Our fading scars, just shooting stars. They're here, then go. So, pretty much, like, whenever you do get hurt, um, it will hurt for a minute. And you'll see it, and you'll notice it. But they go. They do go away whenever you're hurt like that. So, you've just got to keep growing by yourself. The whole song is about this liberation of sorts. That Like, it hurts, and it's going to hurt for a moment, but you will grow. Yes. And then she goes back into the hood. Yes, wild horses. You'll keep going, keep going. Um, And then we go to the hook again. She has a bridge that says, Our human hearts forget how strong they are, and they get lost along the way. Hey, um, there's a quote from the Bible that I really like. It's, The heart is the most deceitful of all things. Yes, if we follow our heart, uh, we can get caught up in a lot of situations that we (laughs) should not be in. And, um, yeah, I think we have to be smart about our own life decisions. We can love and understand that we feel love um but you've got to know when you're not in love if that makes sense um and when you can grow on without this person the first thing might not be the best thing no no you've got to we learn lessons from these coming and going situations it's okay to a lot of people don't like to say they're dating or something or like Mm. you know what i mean but it's okay you have to learn what you like and who you are as a person and what you're interested in those types of things (laughs) me i don't (laughs) (laughs) um it's not giving up. It's letting go and moving to a better place. Oh. Hold on. I think in this section, she's talking oh. about wild horses as well because wild horses do this. They move with the weather. Am I wrong or something like that? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me see if this is true. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but I think, I think that's really pretty to say. It's not giving up. It's letting go. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Sometimes you have to grow. It's, yeah, it's not that I hate you. It's not that whatever, but we're both going to be... We're not going to flourish if we stay here yeah. together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's very sad. It is. When you still have to someone. Yes. But you know you have to. Yeah. And something I really like about this song, if you notice in the verses, she's really 
um, almost reminiscing more so, but in the hook, she's talking about the liberation of, but this is what I'm capable of. This is where I'm going to go. And she uses that with her melody as well. The hooks are very low and not necessarily the full um, intent of the beat. Like you can mm-hmm. kind of tell she's holding back a little bit. And when that hook comes in, she hits it with some drums and she's hitting her uh, range better. And like, it's just more of a liberating feel. And yeah. It's like really pretty to listen to. Um, so you guys should check it out. Yeah, it's by Birdie, um, Wild Horses. And like I say, we'll put these on the website. Always. Always. Um, So, but this week, we're really excited for this segment. There's a lot happening in pop culture right now, but we picked the one and only story to cover. Isn't that right? (laughs) The one and only story to cover. (laughs) The one that matters. (laughs) Epstein who? Nicki Minaj. (laughs) Nicki Minaj. So, the question this week is, uh, like we have a question every week. The question I'm asking, really, is, is Nicki summoning a new princess of pop? Because, I mean, she's still around, so we can't say... Somebody's going to take the queen crown or whatever yeah. they say. But, um, yeah, there's definitely something happening in the, the queen I guess her, like, castle right now. Yes. Her endorsing her. Yeah. Yes, there's something happening with them right now. And I really like it, honestly. Megan Thee Stallion, if you've heard of her, she's a rapper. Um, I love her to death. She's been around for a minute. She's in college. That's something that I really like about her. That is awesome. Yes, she's not just like dropping everything and trying to focus, like, you know, going penny to penny trying to make it. She wants to have her degree. She wants to create her art, but she also wants to have that degree. Yes, yes. She's realistic about it. I love that aspect of her. And she's dropped um, a new album lately, but she also was working on a a new upcoming album. Mm -hmm. And I think her and Nikki follow each other on Instagram. And uh, one day last week, if you guys didn't know this, um, you can look it up. Uh, I think it's on either Nikki or Megan's Instagram TV or however you watch it, or it's on YouTube. But um, it's a full, like, 20-minute video of them on Instagram Live. And Megan the Stallion, where they follow each other back or whatever, she requests to join on. And Nikki accepts it. I don't know if this was a pre-planned thing or not. I don't hmm. know. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a smart marketing thing. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All of this could be a big marketing scheme, but this hmm. is how the timing of it happened. Um supposedly she called her unexpectedly on this live or whatever got on there and they're twerking and talking and having a great time and just talking about how Megan's in college and stuff too and how Nikki was really supporting that and then Megan starts going on about this new song that she's got with Ty Dolla Sign which is um the hot girl summer song hot girl summer anthem something like that and she was talking to Nikki about it how she was really excited about it it was coming out soon And then, I don't know if it was for this specific song or not, but she uh, looks Nikki dead in the eyes through the phone. I could tell. (laughs) She looks at her and goes, but we need the queen on the album. Okay. Just put it all out on the table. I I would have been so nervous if I was talking to Nicki Minaj on FaceTime Live in front of everybody. Because she could have just been like, no, taking me right off the live. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like that would have made me so nervous. But she looks her dead and says... I need Queen on this album. And Nikki looks at her and is like, okay. She's like, all right, well, you know, what's going on? Let's keep in touch. Yeah. And Megan goes, no, no, no. I'm flying to L.A. tomorrow. <laughs> she says. No, no, no. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. I'm flying to L.A. tomorrow. And Nikki's like, okay, I'm in L.A. She was like, yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Um, and we're going to meet up and we're going to have this talk. Well, they get off Facebook or Facebook Live. They get off Instagram Live. And um, apparently they start emailing immediately about this song. And Nikki records her verse that night. And this week they came out with 
the Hot Girl Summer Song with Ty Dolla Sign, Nicki Minaj, and Megan Thee Stallion, promoting it really, really hard, living for us. She's definitely getting a lot of marketing out of this, a yeah. lot of traction, um, lots of shows, just living her best life. Not that she wasn't on a platform before, but, but yes, she is definitely. coming to like another level right now. You can watch it happen. It's really cool. Um, so yeah, I can see it definitely being a marketing thing. I think and so too. Having a planned call because there's there's not no way that she recorded her verse that night and they got it exactly. On, but they normally like to have a deadline on that kind of thing. Yeah, and just to for this to happen and people so to quickly. watch, I think it's, it could be just be a genius like marketing a really thing. good marketing. Yes. Thing. Oh my gosh, if that's true, that's so smart. Right. But I've had a gut feeling that that could have been it from the beginning, but I was like. Mm, we don't know. Right. Especially before the song came out. I was yeah. like, oh, maybe they'll be, uh, maybe Nikki is on Megan's album. And right. that's why they're doing this to kind yeah. of hype up Megan's album. No, it's on the song dropping this week. Like, what? Yeah. That's a shocker. Okay. That happened real quick. But yeah, let's keep our eyes out for Megan Thee Stallion. Um, she's got a lot happening. Could this right. be a new princess of rap? I don't know. You know me and I. We love Cardi. Right. <laughs> I got my baby already picked out, but you know what? I do enjoy, I enjoy, do enjoy Megan's music, too. Yeah, yeah. It's but I don't think high. we have to have, like, any one. No. You know? I think we need a lot of, a bunch of talented ladies. We need all the princesses. Here. Do you know how many Disney princesses there are? There's so many. <laughs> and they're all great. And Except they're all great. But there's some, I, I used to get so freaked out watching, um, which one is it? Sleeping Beauty and the new Maleficent. All those. Oh. I like how they've turned that into its own thing. I, I didn't even see... I've never even seen anything past the first original one. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a good one. They're coming out with a new one. We talked about movies last week. We should have mentioned oh. that one. They're coming out with one, I think, this fall or winter. Is it Angelina Jolie again? Yeah, yeah. Okay, get It's a whole money. new storyline. Get um, your money. Yeah, get your money. And uh, speaking of spooky, you know mm-hmm. what time it is. Oh, my God. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, guys, you know what time it is. Mm. And with September 20th, the um, infamous raid of Area 51 looming, we yes. thought that we would do a little alien tale for you. Yes. A real life, true life. True life alien tale. Alien tale. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, we're going to research some more because there's plenty of alien stories, but we oh, might yeah. just make this an alien month. Um, yeah. Don't hold us to that because right, if there's something that pops up, don't want to feel trapped. No, no, no. If there's something that pops up, we gotta cover. <laughs> we it. gotta get there. But, but it could be. This is a yeah, celebration of sorts. Yeah, no, this, this is a celebration of <laughs> aliens. We know you listen to Two Birds Catching Up. Yeah. We know that you and Megan are having crumpets right now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Megan Thee Stallion and Megan Markle, both of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion and Megan Markle. Uh, obviously. <laughs> but no, this um, September twentieth, alien. And, uh, I don't want to go so bad. What is it called? What are they doing? They're just breaking and entering, I they, guess. They, they, area 51 let's, invasion. Let's raid Area 51. Raid Area 51. <laughs> this has 1.5 million people Ooh, at going. Least, at least. At least. And 1.2 are interested on Ooh. Facebook, in case you have not seen this. Oh, my gosh. I'm so afraid that people are going to go out there and the government's going to shoot people. I'm very nervous. I am, too. I just have to put that out there. I know there's festivals. I know there's shops. Joke, there's tents. Of, but... 
It's it's gonna be very messy. If you're listening, don't go. <laughs> I mean, I would watch from a distance, maybe at Roswell, but even then, I just feel like the government's so wild that they might just sink the whole thing, getting mm-hmm. tired of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So speaking of Roswell, that's really close. That's actually what we're covering today. Um, this is an incident of a UFO sighting in 1947. <laughs> we need to play like really crazy alien music in the background right now but um lots of ufo sightings were actually in that year there were over 300 it was a really weird year whatever was going on um and the roswell was one of these now there's only one thing that is for sure um there was a crash in a field at the roswell ranch in new mexico so we're going to try to break down this timeline as best as we can um we might be jumping all over the place, which we know we are, so we let's just yeah. apologize in advance. <laughs> um, so June 14th, 1947 is the day of the crash. Mm-hmm. July 4th, um, the rancher of the Roswell Ranch, Mac Brazel, visits the ranch to you know do some upkeep, and he finds this debris of this crash. He takes the debris to a local sheriff shop. I did this earlier. Yes, when we were reading it, this said, took it to shop. the sheriff shop. <laughs> oh, sorry, Sonny. I got to run down to the sheriff's store. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he takes the debris. Got to get a new sheriff. <laughs> oh got to get a new sheriff at the store. No, I don't know what makes me say that. Okay. <laughs> takes the debris to the local sheriff. It's not even written down. I just, I get you on a floor. Or sheriff's store. <laughs> sheriff's store. Oh my God! But they take they take it to um, the Roswell military base from the sheriff shore, sheriff store. Because you should be able to find something crazy crash and be like, "Oh, government, please help me!" And let's yeah. get to the bottom of what this is. Yeah. Well, also this debris was very weird. Mm. Um, I don't think they could fully investigate it themselves, and we'll get into that a bit more later on. So they were like, "This needs to go to a military base." Yeah. Right now. Um, so they become suspicious and uh, the military base and they call a higher rank professional an intelligence officer to go and look at the crash site Um, they report back and release it to the press that they believe that this has been a flying saucer crash and this made headlining news okay this was big deal back in the day to speak out about something like this they were you know making fun of it and everything like they had no belief this was crazy and so for this to make headlines Wow, this is breaking news, yeah. So the same day, Air Force, (laughs) this is, you know... uh, Stuff moves fast. Yes, yes, the same exact day, keep that in mind, Air Force changes their story, um, and the U.S. uh, Air Force General orders crash remains to be taken to Fort Worth, Texas for even further inspection, where they re-identify it as pieces of a weather balloon. Mm -hmm. Now remember, this was very suspicious material. This had been unidentified from two check marks already and Mm -hmm. then made headlines that it had to have been some type of flying saucer. Right. Um, And then they released photographs in this um, newspaper saying that it was a a weather balloon. Um, Photographs of, um, what was his name? Um, The rancher. Oh, Mac Brazel. Mac Brazel. They released photographs of Mac and the investigator, the intelligence officer, um, looking at all of this material, and it really does just look like a bunch of aluminum foil. It was literally tin foil sticks yep. and some tough paper. Yes, and keep that all it, of that in mind as well. That it replaced, yeah. Yeah, paper, like nothing that could actually, you know, do anything crazy. Right, and so they kind of made a mockery of yeah. him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they really did. They were like, oh, this weirdo, he thought that this tin foil and sticks was something crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, um, so, yes, the photographs definitely have something to play in this. Just remember that. Next day, headlines stir 
that um, rancher, Brazel, is getting harassed and regrets taking the, de the debris to the sheriff's office in the first place, the sheriff's store. The sheriff's store, yes. Yeah, he regrets taking that to the sheriff's store. He would have much preferred the fireman warehouse. Yeah, imagine if you were the only one in the world at that point. Well, I'm sure he's not the only one in the world, but uh, the only guy really speaking out and long. made it headlines, yeah. He just saw this, like, crazy stuff. And had to report it. And was like, well, you know, what am I going to do but report it? And then yeah. they just completely used him as a scapegoat. Yeah. So, um, they start covering tracks, and they say it was only rubber, tinfoil, paper, and sticks. And that was after the photo had been released. So they're trying to revert back to this and be like, but you see. And it was like tongue depressors. Like it was like yeah. literally like the, like your science project yeah. as a kid. Like, Do you realize they were saying this was a uh, U.S. intelligence undercover weather balloon put together with sticks and paper and foil? Right. That's all I'm going to say about that. Mm -hmm. The world forgets for a minute. Nobody says anything. Um, you know, the rumors, Just of like course, keep stirring low-key, but this kind of came and gone quickly. Mm -hmm. um, in 1978, UFO researcher um, Stan Stanton Friedman interviews debris researcher and intelligence officer that went to the crash site. Um, his name was Jesse Marcel, revealed that he believed it indeed was not the weather balloon that they claimed it was. And here's a quote from him. Yes, I actually have a quote from him. Yes. When asked about it, he says... It felt like you had nothing in your hands. It wasn't any thicker than the foil out of a pack of cigarettes. But the thing about it that got me is that you couldn't even bend it. You couldn't even dent it. Hmm. Even a sledgehammer would bounce off of it. I knew that I had never seen anything like that before. Wow. Now, does that sound like tinfoil sticks and paper? Uh-huh. <laughs> if you hit... A, a sledgehammer bounced right off of it, but it was thin. Yeah. But you couldn't dent it. Oh, my goodness. And that is a quote straight from the intelligence officer that was on site that day. Right. Um, um, oh, and then there's a second part of the quote. Okay. Um, it was not anything from this earth. That I'm quite sure of. Being an intelligence officer, I was familiar with just about all materials used in aircraft and or air travel. This was nothing like that. It could not have been. Oh, Ooh, my gosh. the tea is spilled, government. And the tea is spilled. What are you going to do? <laughs> so, yeah, that's... From the actual officer from that day. That's a really good quote. A literal, a literal intelligence officer that yeah. was his job to know about this shit. Yes, yeah, yeah. Know about this shit. This stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, they held more interviews after that and concluded um, a massive cover up. It was called the Cosmic Watergate in 1947, mm -hmm. and that was the um, name of the case that happened at Roswell, the cover up case. Mm. Um, Cover-up involved the crash site and all of the materials that were found and claiming that the government had pulled that scam in order to cover mm -hmm. up the actual spaceship crash. So they were questioned about that in 1994. Yeah. Um, the military says that they were confused. They don't understand. <laughs> They're like, why are you bullying me? <laughs> why are you questioning me? I'm literally me telling the truth. It was literally sticks. Like, that was our weather boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're like, literally what? Literally don't comfort me right now. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, when the new investigators had requested the files again, mm -hmm. they found that all of the files from June to October of 1947 had been burned and destroyed. I'm sorry, what? Exactly. Now, why? Now, where'd they go? Yeah. Important government documents. And none of, like, no other 
time frames of that large of a um, capacity or whatever. Well, that's call. a big deal. That's yeah, missing. yeah, that's a huge They're time frame. They're supposed to be missing. the ones that are the most on top of that. And that is the time frame when they were investigating this. All of the information that they had, they had to burn it. For some reason. Um. Um. Hold on. Say, yeah, okay, sorry. Um, uh, we have bullet points. We do. You know, and so I like to check and make sure I'm not going to give away too much too soon. The government um, admitted to the cover-up, but they did not admit to the cover-up of alien life, but that is kind of where it's went. Mm-hmm. Um, alien witnesses say four-foot-tall drop dummies, um, six feet tall. Drop dummies were six feet tall. Oh, 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 oh. oh. So, so, yeah. The witnesses say, okay, that hold they on. had seen um, little bodies at the crash site, right? Yes. And um, so the government, you know, when they come back with all the stuff, they are showing the dummies that were supposedly, yeah. you know, in the weather balloon for some reason. Yeah. Why would people need to be in the weather balloon? I don't know. Um, okay. But, and the dummies were about six feet tall, and the people were like, no, no, no. Yeah. The things we saw were, you know, just barely four feet. Yeah, sure. Like little tiny gray people. Little tiny gray people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So there were a lot of doubling back yeah. on what was seen on the crash day and then what was represented as the same stuff, but yeah. was clearly not the same debris. Yeah. Or it was clearly, you know, mm-hmm. you don't see a otherworldly material like that and like talk about it and really you're fascinated by it and it was just tinfoil. Like that just yeah. doesn't, you know, you know that it's not tinfoil. Yeah. You know yeah. that if you saw a little four foot gray person and yeah. then someone later brought a full size fake human. Be like, oh, this not, is what you just not, seen. This yeah. is what yeah. you've seen. You know, this is what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually had Sergeant William C. Ennis, who is a flight engineer, um, talk about the spaceship mm-hmm. that was supposedly the weather balloon. Okay. Um, he says it was a spaceship. After all these years, I still don't know how that ship flew. There was no engine. Before I'd go, I'd, li- I'd like to know. Hmm. Wow. He's a flight engineer, and he just has seen this complex, like, almost impossible, at least impossible to our species. Our, yeah. Um, our knowledge. Flight, our... the thing that's, that's able to fly. And yeah. so... Had no engine. That's had no, insane. And he knows about this stuff, obviously. Like, it's not... Like... Hmm. <laughs> That's so interesting. Right. Now, I don't know if we talked about how big this was. This was hovering over a whole city. Um, there were over 600 witnesses to this mm-hmm. and reports. Um, but, Braz- like I said, Brazil or Brazil. Brazil. Brazil was um, the only one that found right. the actual crash. And he did an interview la- later on um, mm-hmm. and said that he admits that it was likely a UFO crash and admitted to seeing alien bodies. Um, at the mm-hmm. actual crash site at a radio station later in his life. He admitted that. Mm-hmm. But the radio station couldn't um, air the interview um, due to the harassment of witnesses and government and everything else. Um, well, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just, I don't know. Between all of the cover-ups and having so many people, literally people that were there that day, people that seen it, mm-hmm. um, witnesses that were under it because it was hovering over a whole city, um, it's just really crazy to think about how many trails that they're trying to Just cover and how it's obvious yeah people that were like no I, I saw this yeah what how why are there no other reports of a weather balloon being like yeah you know causing this much uproar I just and the fact that they had to admit to a cover-up the fact that 
everything was so shoddy mm-hmm. that they received again after you know the real stuff was hidden in Area 51 most yeah. likely most likely <laughs> that's what they're going to invade to see <laughs> right well I mean I super believe at one time there was there were alien life um, at Area 51 and the, and the debris but I feel like now it would be way too obvious mm-hmm. because the government wants to you know if this is true if this whole thing yeah. was orchestrated by the government to cover it up they are not coming we have a visitor they're coming for us <laughs> they said what are you talking about <laughs> they said you better quit with that alien song. okay <laughs> you better quit accusing us of crap and your social security number is about to be based on the side of the statue of liberty exactly okay. oh my lordy <laughs> That was a doozy. That was a doozy. They're so loud. We're right here on the street downtown. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. If you ever wonder why it's so loud, that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. why. You know, we can't predict when they're gonna. We have no just idea. Just blast on through here. Yeah, no, I have no idea. But guys, I think that's the spooky. That's pretty much it. Um, let us know. What do you think? Have you this seen was? an alien? We have you seen know. an alien? Something suspicious flying around? Tell in the me sky? about it. Yeah, we really want to know, and we want to know your opinions on this as well. Do you think that this could have been a USFA weather balloon or whatever? Did but your grandpa have a part in covering this up? Yeah. Please tell us. Yes, if you have any stories. I know yeah. there's somebody out there somebody. that knows somebody yeah, that has a story about this. that had a dog that was adopted by somebody's mom who <laughs> had a son who worked in the government. Exactly. And has some information that we need to know. So yes. <laughs> we need you to hit us up. Please So that felt really fun. Right, brunching and bitching. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It won't be so long this time. We're gonna be back less than a week. We're gonna be back on Friday. We're gonna be back on Friday this time. We love you and we promise. We're right. sorry that right. we're you know a bit late this time, but it's for good reasoning. You'll see. Mm-hmm. We're sorry, but we love you. And the mimosas. Oh yes, the mimosas of it all. We love you. Cheers, cheers. We love you. You look amazing. You look amazing. Join us at the table next time. For sure. And if you need updates, check out twobirds.com. Well, yeah, it is. Twobirdscatchingup.com. I said two What's birds. our website? What's our website? Twobirdscatchingup.com for sure. Perfect. Yes. But we love you and we thank you for listening. We love you and we're hanging up now. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.